0: To do the right film, my name's Thomas. Uh, they called me Steve mm-hmm. in certain parts. And I'm hardly Glad. Welcome back, everyone. Coming at you this week uh, with a review of Shazam. You got have to the, say it that way. I mean, that's how he says it, right? Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm feeling energized. Let me say it the way I want. All right, man. I like this. So, energy. so we got some uh, some Shazam discussions coming at you. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, superhero stuff later. I think this this movie uh, pokes fun at the idea of, of superheroes and their powers and really oversimplifies it. and I think that's a good opportunity for us to develop our own superhero storylines. <clears throat> and I think uh, it's great uh,
1: because I have a word document de- dedicated to this. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to go.
0: You've had it for years. I've been
1: adding on to it for years.
0: You're like if I ever become a superhero, these are the powers that I'm going to try. Something like that. All right, cool. <clears throat> we'll also be talking about some of the stuff we uh, we watched during the week. Um, I watched some good movies I'll talk about later. And uh, I think we're all going to see Climax tonight. Too bad we won't be seeing it before the, the recording here, but... Why do you say it like that? No, I'm just saying... Climax. It's
1: just, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like you really just uh, stay in a lot of these titles.
0: Well, I just think people work hard to put a title on a movie. You might as well show some some appreciation some emphasis oh, okay. right hey man hey so we're gonna we're gonna go watch climax because we found cheap tickets and we're poor <clears throat> speak for yourself Shoma. uh yeah that's gonna be our night uh after the podcast but um before we get into movies steve i want to hear a little bit about your week i saw you at a, a, a party an event
1: Oh yeah. yeah! I just realized I was at multiple parties this weekend. Yeah. Don't, don't make it does I'm not cool by any means. Yeah, it, it wasn't like just yeah.
0: Most humble brag ever. <laughs> that
1: was not a humble. That's <laughs> not this, what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, uh, my company throws a big party every year, and uh, I was uh, working that.
0: Yeah, I got, they gave me free tickets because uh, I was very there.
1: confused by that because <clears throat> they usually give influencers, and now I'm thinking you might be an influencer.
0: Uh, nope. No? They probably just felt bad for them never paying me on time. Like, we gotta give this guy tickets.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or they might have been confused and thought he was like, "Oh, Thomas,
0: he's like- an influencer." Oh shit, wrong Thomas! Oh, fuck, <laughs> this loser's coming to our party.
1: No, they shit. probably heard the
2: podcast and they're like, "Yeah, this dude's an in influencer." Oh, that's probably sure. yeah,
0: that's got to be it. Yeah, good call,
2: Harvey. Wait, where, where was our our tickets? That's a good question. Yeah, see, <laughs> that is a good question.
0: Oh well, they sent it to me, um, and they gave me Harvey's ticket, but I gave it to Tappy. So gotcha,
1: gotcha. gotcha. My bad. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was at a party. It was it was very much an art. art. It's hard to describe. Thomas, describe it for us.
0: So I went. Um, yeah, first because th- you got to experience it. I was. I walk in. It's actually pretty empty. It did get really full. But when it's empty, it does feel a little bit like a cult. There's a giant uh, LED triangle hanging above the, the floor. Do you know what it's called? It's a triangle. No, it's called the Children of the Light. The Children of the Light?
1: Yeah, that's what the triangle's called. It's you know, pretty
0: it's I was pretty listening cool. to this conservative radio guy. He calls liberals the children of the lie.
3: Why it, would you
0: listen to conservative radio? Sometimes I like to laugh at other perspectives. I mean, listen to other perspectives. <laughs> Shh. All right. So this party's like a, kind of like an art installation slash music show with various DJs. Uh, I like some of the, the DJs, but... I think uh, one guy went on the same beat for like forty minutes. I was just like, "Fucking stop already!" But if you go around the back, there was this cool little insulation that gives you this sensory overload. Yeah, that's a word you can use to describe it. Uh, I really enjoyed that. There was like, there's a really chaotic uh, cycle, and then it goes into this super peaceful, like ambient cinematic light show. I was like really zen during that, and then it got crazy again. But honestly. I would have stayed in that room the whole night, you know, if it was just by myself. So that's where I saw Steve uh, this weekend. So that's where he was, what he was doing most yeah, was, of the time. Yeah, I was there
1: for like two days. And then Saturday we went to an actual party. Right. we got invited to last minute.
0: In the Bronx.
1: Went to the Bronx. We don't go to the Bronx. If you live in New York and you live in a certain neighborhood, you just don't travel outside that neighborhood very often
0: we go to manhattan
1: well yeah you go to manhattan for work but like usually on the weekends you're like you always have to stick within your region you don't want to stray too far just because you're gonna have to do that bullshit throughout the week that's one thing people don't get that are visiting new york they always assume that you know new yorkers are always like running around to different they're always in the city he's like no we don't (laughs) always like going to the city yeah if we could avoid it that'd be nice
0: I like to see
2: I every do it. once Every once in
1: a while. Harvey, I Harvey, do it at,
2: like every Saturday. Yeah, yeah,
1: he does it every Saturday. I was like, man, God bless your heart. I think the movie you're going to talk about later, I was surprised when he told me. I'm like, you're going to Kip's Bay? He's like, yeah, right now. Dedication. That's what it is, really. That's fucking far if you guys don't know. That's very far from It's about. far.
0: It's far for him, but even further for me. Yeah.
1: What were we talking about? My week? Oh, it was yeah. terrible. <laughs>
0: All right, cool. It yeah. Didn't
1: seem too bad, but uh, I mean, no, uh, I had a good time last night. Actually I had a good time the last 3 nights. It Was a lot of fun. Even hmm. though I was working. So mm-hmm. it was it was good times all around. Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Harvey, what uh what about your week? Doing a lot of adventuring?
1: Um, I've had a, like a
2: pretty big week actually. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know um, if I'm not ready for this. I found out that uh the video game studio that I work at is closing. Like it's shutting down. So um
1: Dude, I, I love the, Thomas's face right because he doesn't know if he's fucking around or not. He's like he's looking at me for confirmation. <laughs> is, this, is this a bit? No, no this is not, not a bit. bit. This is a hundred percent genuine. No,
2: I'm getting like laid off at the end of the month. Um, mm. Our studio is shutting down.
1: So um, right now we need
0: your money more than ever to support our. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Really? Why didn't you tell me this before? I don't want to fucking hear about this on the podcast. I was
2: gonna tell you before, but then I thought it'd be more interesting <laughs> to say it on the podcast.
0: No, this is great Jesus. because this
1: reaction that you have yeah. is amazing right
0: now. I don't know. It's just weird to me because you've worked there as long as I've lived in New York. That yeah. is true.
1: That was actually uh, I remember when you got the the, yeah, the gig. It was nearly uh, four years. And I remember when I got super drunk at your company party. I've gotten very you, uh, drunk at my yeah, company parties that's too. Crazy.
0: You got you got plans. You got
1: no no plans really. Um, <laughs> it's a great day
2: to announce our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing, go to bit.ly save Harvey. Save Harvey. Wow. Um, but no, I'll figure it out. Though it should be an interesting time. I mean,
0: c- as someone who's unemployed, you you'll be fine. But like the thing is, I'm also very used to a crabs in a bucket, bottom feeder lifestyle, and I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think Har- I wouldn't recommend this lifestyle to people who have already surpassed it. So it's like I don't yeah. think
1: Harvey's aiming he's looking at crabs in a bucket lifestyle. I think he's going to probably maintain the lifestyle he has. Right, but like sometimes
0: it's hard, you know? Sometimes you get yeah. backed down. Sometimes I guess so. You do, but uh I think I'll be okay. All right. Yeah, I mean if you want some gigs maybe. You know. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it would be a, a time to probably try new things. I, I don't <laughs> know how I'd, how I would uh Go being a PA all day though.
0: No, it's terrible. You're well, wrong. I mean, there's other work too. You can, you can get editing gigs and get no uh, offense, yeah. PAs editing out there,
1: but would, it's goodness. not the funnest job. Yeah, but. well, it's also
0: not hard. It's that's another thing. It's very yeah. easy, low responsibility.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about the my involvement with the same festival, the same thing last year because I did the same like, but I was a PA, so right. it was a completely different experience this year because I had a, way more responsibility and it was like I'm like, it's like, it's. I feel a lot better, that have more responsibility yeah. compared to like being a PA. But I also think, think being a PA
0: there. is um, a huge step up from many of the jobs I've had. Because sometimes you do work on fun productions, and just being there is fun, no matter what your job is.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, shit, Harvey. Hopefully you figure it out. I'm sure you will, but it just sucks. So, uh, Tom, you want to tell everyone the good news? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just swing in news. saying like, I don't have news. No, nothing. No no. I mean we got bad news from Harvey Do you have any I wish, news? I wish I had good news
2: I mean uh, I have good news Oh really? <clears throat> right, uh, let's hear. The here? Uh, the Criterion channel uh, I saw Begins that. tomorrow
1: yeah, It does begin tomorrow
2: So uh, I signed unfortunately, up Unfortunately well, I'm signing up Harvey
0: year. won't be able to afford it <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up I'm Just kidding
2: no, Alright that was a good one I saw a roast Tom is resting his mic on his stomach <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a great place to rest the mic. All right, I got a stomach for a reason, dude. I actually <laughs> signed
2: up today, so I mean, oh shit, it's like, risky. Uh, no, he signed
3: risky.
0: up and then then he just like he gets the news. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it like, too late um, to cancel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, speaking of, I'm gonna sign up too. Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, um, it's like ten dollars a month, I think. That's not bad. Yeah, if you're like a charter member,
2: it's like eight ninety nine. S- Oh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, you be. get a discounted rate, which is nice. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: So, Tom, are you going to sign up for this or what? <sighs> How much is it?
1: <laughs> uh, it's like $10 never. a month.
0: That's uh, too much. I'm, I might do A-list, though. Yeah, A-list yeah, finally. would
1: be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. We, me and Harvey have been on this this. this I, mean, I don't want already. to.
0: I'm just getting backed into a corner here.
1: Can I tell you about my great A-list experience the other
0: day? I'm sure it was, it was fantastic.
1: I went on the app, uh I picked the movie I want to see and then I just reserved the ticket. Yeah, that's how it worked, yeah. Yeah, it, it just seamlessly. I didn't even have to have a, a stupid little credit card to walk around with. So, it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it all from the comfort of my desk. So, i going to
0: put it out there. Well, <clears throat> uh, I guess look out for a GoFundMe from Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> um maybe it's I'll good. maybe I'll start one for him. That's so fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool. anything. Anything else happened this week? Or like I said, probably, is that not enough? That's funny. <laughs> I just wanted to ask.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's it.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. My week is uh has been okay. Um, haven't made any new tables. Haven't been doing a lot of woodworking, but I did install the legs on my table, and it looks fantastic. <clears throat> Can um, I
2: uh, contract you. What do you mean? I want like a like a table or something. I mean yeah. Oh, or dude.
0: something. I could uh you know, go to Home Depot, buy the wood that you need. You could order whatever legs you want, like metal legs on Amazon. Uh I
1: already went through this process. It's taken way too long for me to get any kind of mock up designs, so I'm just gonna let you know what you ahead. want.
0: You didn't tell me what you wanted, man. I
1: told Tappy exactly what I wanted. I'm she still never waiting told for me so uh, well, some see this connections in the the company. draw draw it
0: out and send it to me. I'll make you a goddamn table, all right Beautiful. can't wait. <laughs> all right, so um, can we talk about movies
1: Cause I feel like we've been talking about everything else but that.
0: yeah, <laughs> Should I start like a woodworking charity for Harvey. <laughs> I've crate tables for a better cause. (laughs)
2: That'd be cool. All
0: right, cool. All right, let's talk about movies then. Enough of the you know depressing news about life. Um, Let's uh, let's get going on some movies. Steve, I believe you lost the game. I believe I did
1: lost. uh, I did lose a game. Uh, I I, Harvey made me watch this movie called Nikita. Ooh, La La Femme Nikita or whatever. Yes, it's a film directed by Luc Besson interesting film because I've never... I remember the only reason I understood what this property was is because of the countless reboots of this film or like they made it into a series. Mm-hmm. It was like multiple series. It was like a Canadian. All right. I looked it up online and like 20 things came up but the film. Yeah. So I was very jarred. I was like, does this shit even exist? Uh, but I did find it and I did watch it. And I'm gonna let you know what's it about. So... La Femme Nikita. A young woman is arrested after involvement in a bloody robbery and sentenced to life imprisonment. However, she is given a chance for freedom when she is offered the opportunity to become a highly trained government assassin. After three years of intensive training and a final test, she embraces her new identity in exchange for a new law-abiding lifestyle. So, simple premise... I guess you can say like it's – I think we've seen this or at least redone or retold in like different variations in Hollywood. I'm trying to think of like another (sighs) comparison, but the only thing I could really think of is like (sighs) – it's hard. I think of like the born identities. I think of those things where, you know, you take someone who is – but I feel like the born identity takes place after the fact of them being trained. But we've seen this idea. You take someone who is like, oh, perfect – Men in black. This is exactly men in black. You take Will Smith, who is a character outside of like, you know, what this organization is, and you train them to become like one of the best agents on the field. Uh and that's kind of like the, the idea behind it, uh Nikita was like this junkie. Uh and she she was basically taken into prison and for some reason the government sought her out because I guess they saw potential in her. Is she a robot? no she's a human oh, she's a human yeah, she's human. She just literally goes through this very intense training to become uh an assassin uh i'm gonna start off with things that I did enjoy about this film uh, i like i like the ter- i like what they did in terms of story development and character development. I feel like certain films if this was made in Hollywood, we would get like a ten minute montage of her training and then we cut to like just non-stop action sequences and them being badass but this film actually really focuses on character more than anything and that's something to i mean you have to kind of praise it because it really focuses on like a different aspect of this genre it could have been like a typical you know bombastic film with just like over-the-top set pieces but it really like there's moments where nothing is happening it's just her dealing with what what's going on with her. You, you know, she she is basically presumed dead to the world after the government takes her in. And she is becoming this new person. You can see the psychological effects that's having on her. And I like that aspect of the film. It's not just like non-stop mind-numbing action. You actually get to sit down with some of these characters and get to know who they are. There's There's really interesting moments where, you know... I'm going to be pulling a lot of comparison in terms of like, if I see this as a Hollywood film, because if this is like a modern day Hollywood film, I just see like overlooking the character store, the the character arc. They would just probably just like, let's just fucking cut to the end. Let's just make it look cool. And with this, it's just, they they made her look fragile and frightened and like, and I think that's what this movie strives on. And also these really subtle moments of action and it, it works very well. Uh, also, it's it's really interesting seeing Luke Besson work on this piece because, I don't know, we all know him from like Fifth Element, like Valerian and things like that. These like really, really over the top like space operas, I guess you can call them. You know, heavy science fiction, heavy CGI, a lot of action sequences, a lot of movement, fast pace. And this is a lot, this is really subdued like compared to everything else he's done is uh, uh, filmography. So... uh yeah I'm kind of coming at this at the reverse. I mean, I feel like most people have probably seen this first and then probably slowly work their way through, but I don't know this is a uh, it's definitely different from everything else he's or at least everything I've seen him do uh another thing too it's maybe maybe I'm just giving this movie too much credit just because it's it is a foreign film uh <laughs> and there's just like weird little subtleties like. There's this one moment where she's just like running through the rain, and I feel like, and you feel kind of like her, like that that the energy that 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 uh that that fear you can really feel it in her character. I think they, there's a great performance there, and it's just like in a lot of like
0: like, like Tom Cruise,
1: nothing like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is. <laughs> His running is something. Uh, I think scientists study his running, and they still don't understand what is actually happening.
0: It's a phenomenon.
1: It's a phenomenon. But uh, no, I, I I would say I really enjoyed this film. I think it just handles pacing really well. I think visually, it, it, it's it's just something that I'm just not used used to him. You know, I, like again, I'm coming from a different perspective because I've watched like Fifth Element like a billion times, and I've seen Valerian and I've seen all his, like some other of his films, and I'm like. I'm not used to this more balanced, you know, not as, like, over the top. Like, I don't know, from him specifically. I don't know. Uh, I, I would say I, I had a really good time with this. I can easily recommend this to most people. I've I've never watched the actual series, though, that has been off from this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it any good, Harvey? Have you seen it? Um, I've seen, like, a few episodes of the show before. That's about it. Is it good? <laughs> um, I mean, if you watch a
2: few, I have I mean, no idea. You, you were like, I was like, I it was I don't a very long shit. time. It was a really long time ago.
1: No, I just, I don't know. It's he has like the weirdest filmography too, man. Like, it seems like he just does a lot of shit. Yeah, he he does. Not like in a bad way. He just does a lot. Of, he just random he does a shit. lot of random shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like
0: it's all very sci-fi, but yeah, there's um,
1: there's, there's a, either it's crime, if you notice, or science fiction. Uh, and then yeah. sometimes a little bit of both. Like Lucy was that. I did not like Lucy at all. I was never not seen. To- you don't want to see it. It was a waste of fucking time. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Spoilers for any or sorry to any Lucy fans out there. Not a big fan of that film. Uh, no, he's just a very interesting director. And I think this is something uh, or coming from my perspective and kind of looking back, I think I think people could get something out of this. I think he's able to balance a lot of these like different elements very well and i like coming at the perspective of a character stu not even a character study it's just like really focusing on like how this is affecting one person instead of just making this a typical action film because that's what it could happen that it easily could have happened that's probably could have happened in the remakes where they just focus instead of on the character they just made it this like cool action set piece show or like freak of the week kind of thing so uh yeah, i had a really good time i would say it's uh if I have to give it a score,
0: Well, you have to. So, I mean,
1: I give it a, I give it a heart.
0: Out uh, of heart, one heart out of five hearts.
1: No, no, it's uh, I guess I have to give it. Say like, I, I would, I would revisit this easily, and uh, and I can easily recommend this to a lot of people. I give this a three and a half out of five. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I had a really good time. No, it's not like it's not life changing. It's not something you have to run and see. It's not something that. You know, but it doesn't do anything inherently bad. It's just, you know, you you know, I, I would recommend this to most, but not all.
0: More
3: okay. Yeah, I okay. think it's
1: one of his more subtle things. It's and it's not over the. That's the one thing I appreciate. I, I thought it was going to be this ridiculous kind of like his take on an action film, and it, it wasn't. It was
0: really a little bit more slower, which I liked. Cool. Yeah. Man,
1: Harvey's just always. I'm pretty not well
0: versed in. Luke Besson's films, but aside it's, from dude, Leon, isn't it the professional random,
1: like he's done like so much shit. Like, he, like I, really I really
0: don't watch a lot of his movies. Like it's one of those things where you, sometimes you just want to watch every f- movie a director's made, but like it's hard. And then you like uh, I don't feel like it, and you just don't ever end up doing it. I'm
1: just blown away that he did Arthur one, two, and three. Like they got him to do that entire series. I'm just blown away. Yeah, I've never seen him. They don't look very good, but. <laughs> you guys, see anything else?
0: Uh, I watched some stuff, but um, did you watch anything else? Probably, I just don't remember. Harvey, you watch anything?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I watched something. <coughs> I watched the movie called uh, Pet Cemetery. Ah, right, right. Um, yeah, it's a remake, or I suppose probably a reimagining.
0: Now, Did you, you go to the Q and A?
2: Q and A for
1: Pet Cemetery.
0: There was a Q and A, and they were going to have the cat there, and I was almost wanted to go. Because you fucking with that. me right now? They brought the cat. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <you>. So dumb. <laughs> hey, shut your mouth. All right, continue, Harvey. Okay. Um. All
2: right. This was directed by Dennis Widmere and Kevin Kolsch. Lou Reed, his ra- his wife Rachel, and their two children, Gage and Ellie, moved to a rural home. Where they are welcomed and enlightened about the eerie pet cemetery located nearby. After the tragedy of their cat being killed by a truck, Lewis resorts to burying it in the mysterious pet cemetery, which is definitely not as it seems, as it proves to the creeds that something sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. Um this stars Jason Clark, uh Amy Siemitz, John Lithgow is in this. I don't think I've seen him in anything in a very long time.
1: Um, Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Um, God, I missed the 90s. So, yeah,
2: the, the uh, synopsis kind of gives away everything. But uh, this guy, Lewis Reed, his wife and uh, their two children move out to the country because they want to escape the fast pace of the of the city life. Uh, he's a doctor. He wants to spend more time with his kids and with his wife, so he takes a job at this uh, college. So he's kind of like uh, one of the doctors that they have uh, at the clinic on campus. Um, and um, his neighbor is John Lithgow. They uh, notice that kids are like uh, doing these little parades or like processions uh, through the woods with wearing uh, while wearing a mask made of like, different animal faces, and John Lithgow tells him that the place is called Pet Cemetery, and people go there to pe- bury their, uh, their pets. It's sort of like a, sort of like a, um, tradition in this, in this small town. People really honor their pets and they bury them in the Pet Cemetery. But there's something of, like, a, like a barrier, like a physical barrier separating Pet Cemetery from anything else behind it. And, um, John Lithgow leads Lewis Reed there one day, and uh, to bury their cat, and um, and the cat comes back, of course. And um, is this cat it's sort of is it evil? Yeah, the cat's evil. It's sort of in in that sense it follows the the original movie, and um, if you've seen the original, I think uh, you, you kind of know what happens from there. But um, I think this movie does some things uh kind of risky in in a way it sort of tries to introduce like the the pivotal moments the like the sort of monumental moments in that movie uh probably weird to call them monumental but i remember them being very scary it takes those very uh pivotal and iconic moments and sort of deconstructs them and tries to make them different uh it's like a really weird a really weird thing and it sort of just feels very clunky like if you've ever seen the original there's a moment where this guy gets his like Achilles slit, yeah, yeah, from like under a bed, and um, it like has the same exact setup as that scene, but instead of his Achilles getting slit, he like kicks the bed, and it like sort of just throws away all the tension that's built, thinking it's making you think that it's gonna like recreate the scene, and then it like substitutes that scene for like an like a like an alternative, which is worse than the original scene that they were ripping off of It's like a they were like shooting themselves in the foot. There was like a lot of that throughout this movie, and that sort of bugged me. Um, I think in this one you get a lot of, a lot of information about the cemetery, which is interesting for like five seconds, but then it doesn't really lead to fucking anything, and it sort of just uh, weighs the story down. I think um, the first one I think succeeded so much more in building an atmosphere and building a a sense of horror because. I don't know if y'all have y'all seen Pet Cemetery like the original.
1: No, but someone spoiled it for me when I was a kid because uh, when you're younger and you sit around talking about movies you see that your parents didn't know you watched, people explain it in detail. Well, yeah, yeah. I uh... so yeah, I watched Pet Cemetery when so I was I really young too. It. Yeah, I just I knew about it and I knew that what happens in the movie. Yeah. So I feel like this movie's kind of spoiled in a way for me. Maybe
2: I think it would be definitely worth it to see the the original, but um. Yeah, I I remember watching Pet, Pet Cemetery at, at a really young age and uh I don't know, I th- I think I'm I've always sort of associated Pet Cemetery with like when I first like started thinking about like death as a kid. You remember that shit? <laughs> when you're like
1: Yeah, when you realize that the actions have consequences or, or someday <laughs> that you're gonna die.
2: Uh, that was like Pet Cemetery I it was like my foray. honestly
0: remember that moment where I realized that. Oh uh, Do you? Oh well, I yeah, I kinda really? do. Wow.
2: And it's like associated That's a weird with Pet weird Cemetery. Feeling. Pet Cemetery was like fucking brutal. And I was like watching it as a kid too. You have like these uh they they just do such a great job of of uh like emphasizing like death and um and just building an atmosphere like filled with grief, like you have to see those parents and stuff and it's
0: it's uh I bet it wasn't as brutal tense. as Milo and Otis.
2: Oh yeah. Probably not. I think hereditary did a great job of that too, and I think it would have been interesting to see that director make uh the pet cemetery remake um, so on that' I think so much of the terror and the the horror in in this in this story relies upon that grief, like the purpose of the pet cemetery or not its purpose, but what it does is it feeds off of your grief and it entices you to to give it bodies basically and um I think that the father. I suppose it's hard not to spoil anything but um, obviously he loses some fucking family members and um, I think that if you had had an opportunity to really see that grief you could understand like the 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 decisions that he makes and I think it also could have just uh, amped up that horror and that sense of dread more Um, I don't have much else to say about this movie It, it was it was very fucking dull and it was clunky and sloppy I think that it isn't a poorly made movie though i think that it does have like some interesting shots and um some uh pretty like uh like decent scares at times but overall it's it's not very good i would probably give it a two two out of five i guess Ooh. yeah
1: initially looking at the trailer like i feel like they were just trying to capitalize on the success of like what Stephen King other film oh the other film that he released or like associated with his yeah. name it there will probably be a Shining
2: remake pretty soon yeah and it's I like
1: trying to copy Ooh, the aesthetic that's, that's just and the thing is like I don't know I mean like people know this story I knew this story even without watching this film and it's like it seems like everything is underplayed like it seems very like it
0: just leaves stop hit. with the remakes no, can't you can't stop. because we have you to guys, make money. You guys see the trailer for the door of the explorer movie? Yeah, uh, looks, <laughs> I mean, it looks. I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want <laughs> to watch it, it. Weird. It looks awful, but like the Does funny it? thing is, is like, that it the girl looks kinda, like looks look kind of funny. She's like 18 years <laughs> <She's> old, <like laughs> and she looks. It's just weird seeing. She, honestly, what? she she could like she's two years away from being able to you know vote. No, yeah, she can vote now. She's 18. Uh, <laughs> but no, she... uh Two years... I don't know. I was going to say something creepy. Yeah, you're going to say something really creepy. Uh, no, no, but you. what I'm saying is it it just... Uh, A little weird shit happening. Yeah, right after like that... The, I kind of like the
2: trailer, actually.
0: Right after that, I saw the new Pokemon movie trailer. And I'm just like, what is happening in the world? First of I all, know? that
1: Pokemon trailer, I'm actually down yeah. with it. Pikachu's I'm down like cursing it. And shit. Dude, like, this What the
0: fuck is going on? Dude, the dude fun- it like, doesn't it's just, make any sense. It's just it funny to me.
1: Like, It actually just... Like in a world that these are, are like a set Pokemon and like what happens there, like that kinda makes sense. Like everyone's like Nintendo it's, has always
2: what, been very conservative about what, what they do. What's like, happening here is like,
0: like when you like ten years ago you'd see people just learning how to use After Effects, they would make these fan made things like based on already intellectual properties. And now they're fucking big budget features. Made yeah. just like those fan movies. <laughs> it's so weird.
1: Remember those uh, Honda commercials that came out a while? Was it? Hon- no, it was Ford commercials with uh, Dragon Ball Z characters. Mm, were they real? Yeah, they were like legit what? Ford commercials with Dragon Ball Z characters, and they were that. like doing the Ford Fusion. I don't. Know. And they had a uh, Trunks and Gohan or Goten doing the uh, fusion dance. Wow. I don't and then Piccolo that. was just like freaking out. It's like oh, a new level. And then it's just the Ford Fusion, and it's just like I think it's all about. The that generation is growing up, so they're like, yeah, we could do this. Like this is
0: it's part of their childhood. Yeah, I mean Arby's does it. Yeah, so, like, what did they do? <laughs> yeah, are you watching Arby's commercials? No, but like their um, nihilistic Arby's. That's a good one. It's no, like, but there's so like an good. actual like their their social media okay. with. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm just that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I think it's just a generational thing. Like we're gonna sad, be, man. we're gonna see. Like it's like, what if we just took this idea and just like went with it why the fuck not
0: pretty soon it's gonna be like a Dexter's laboratory like live action <laughs>
1: I don't know if I could watch that actually I could it would be weird but I wouldn't
0: yeah Harvey did you watch anything else or just Pet Sematary? Uh, I re-watched
2: uh, Fifth Element it's it's nice. still good still good yep
0: still <sighs> Chris Tucker's best role
2: <laughs> I don't know if it it's up there but no I don't think that's Oh, good.
1: this is his fucking role.
0: voice dude <laughs> call me call me.
1: Super green, cool.
3: What is this? What is this like, Corbin? Corbin, it's so,
1: it's so <laughs> good. It's So good.
2: There's so much detail. Corbin, and something's and happening over <laughs> here. It's one
1: of the cooler sci-fi worlds I've ever seen on a. That's that's the class. one thing you, you have to respect about Luke Bazan. Like when you give him something like a science fiction idea. Or, like, just give him, like, a template. He really brings it to life. And yeah. I think Fifth Element's the perfect example yeah. of that. That
0: yeah. world is so fucking well And, done. like, Valerian... So cool. Valerian had a great Dude, world, too. Yeah. Dude,
1: Valerian's yeah. super interesting if we just didn't have such a fucking dull-ass lead. Yeah. I mean, that that I think,
0: movie, it really had something for it.
1: I think if we just replaced Dane DeHaan with What's Her Face, I think it would have just been a better movie. But that's just me. Like, the that. comic book?
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> supposed to be her in the first place? Yeah. No, I think it's both of them. They have yeah, them. I know, but, like, she's the... She's the, like in the title of the, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. I watched a couple movies. Uh, I'll talk about one real briefly, and then I'll talk about another one that's more uh, more prominent. Um, I watched a movie called Paddleton. Uh, what does this sound Sean talked about this like a, a while ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Back when, when he was on the podcast.
2: Email uh, Sean at do the right film.
0: Yeah. Goddamn. Sean at do the right film. You can reach him and with your concerns so this movie is uh written by mark duplass it's uh directed by alex layman and it's starring uh mark duplass and you guessed it ray romano as you as you may have heard from sean's review and you know me i said holy shit ray romano i fucking love him i need to uh i need to watch him and uh, yeah, so the synopsis goes, uh, an unlikely friendship between two misfit neighbors becomes an unexpectedly emotional journey when the younger man is diagnosed with terminal cancer. So right off the bat, we got some dark subject matter here. Terminal cancer, right? We've seen comedies about uh, people like, you know, 50-50 comes to mind. You know, People are trying to fight back. It's it's like a a comedy about someone having cancer and dealing with the the things with that. This is a very slow movie. It's very um, it's very Duplass Brothers. It's it's Mumblecore. Yeah, it's very. It's like. <sighs> is it like Drinking Buddies?
1: Like that that pacing?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's actually almost slower. It's like Mumblecore light, um, but it's it's very um. I don't know. I actually really enjoy the characters. I think Ray Romano brings a, a depth to Duplass Brothers' movie. Oh, I don't know if the the other Duplass is even involved in this, but um, he he brings something that the other films don't have. I think, and I think his character is more animated, um, in the sense that he. He's playing Ray Romano but picture him like he's downtrodden he's not married and he's just socially awkward so if you can picture that um Ray Romano's character is great uh, essentially I don't know what's spoiling and what's not but uh, what is spoiling this movie I, I think know. we
1: know a little bit about it already like I know I know the majority about it like with what the story's about.
0: Well, they they go on a, a road trip um, for the first half of the movie to pick up a prescription drug. The only pharmacy that has it is six hours away, so they have to go there. Uh, the reason why the, this is the only pharmacy that has it is because it's a very special drug for cancer victims. Uh, that's all I'll say. Um, but, yeah... It, this movie is is a joy to watch. Um, Ray Romano is just great. Uh, they have excellent chemistry in the sense that their characters don't really have chemistry, but they don't really have anybody else. So they're like forcing this friendship together. It's like male bonding at its at its finest. Um, and Ray Romano is very close minded. Very doesn't like to deal <laughs> with with uh, issues and. Things happen, like he has to call the bank. He has to call because <laughs> his card got declined and stuff like that. You can imagine uh, Ray Romano calling the bank to complain that a transaction's not going through being funny. Um, essentially, uh, what I really like about this movie is that it's super challenging in the third act. It's It's one of the most well-paced third acts of a movie like this I've ever seen. It challenges you, and I got very emotional. And I, I think more people should watch this. this Did you very tear good. up? Oh, I teared. I <sighs> cried. I, I cried. That's good. Um, I cried because it it it, it handles it so well. It's such a well-made movie when it comes to emotional delicacy. I highly recommend this movie. Um, it's a very simple movie. It's short, too. Hour 29 minutes, so you can't really go wrong. Like, if you have Netflix open right now, add that shit to the queue. It's a Netflix movie. Um, Netflix joint? Yeah. It's fucking great, man. I, I really like it. Uh, I'd probably give it a four. Um, yeah. If you like uh, Ray Romano. This is your movie. I, I like him more than in this than The Big Sick. He's just like, he's great. Damn. Okay. I want to check it out. Dude. I've been saying that for a while now. you really like it. So, let's talk about a more important... Well, I shouldn't say more important. That takes away from Paddleton. I think Paddleton... More 10. topical movie. More topical movie. There you go. Uh, so, this is uh, coming at us from S. Craig Zoller. This was a movie called... Uh, oh, wow. Dragged Across Concrete. So... S. Craig Zeller is a director. He's the writer director of this. Um, he's three for three for me. I'm going to come out and say I really like this movie. Uh, but I'm going to preface some things here. Uh, he did Bone Tomahawk, and he did Brawl and Cell Block 99. I liked both of those very, very much. Um, this is starring Mel Gibson, who. <laughs> welcome back, Mel. Uh, we got Vince Vaughn, and possibly the secret star of the show here is uh Tory Kittles. Um you guys familiar with Tory Kittles? He's like a very small TV actor. Maybe. Yeah. I um, to see the face. It's funny his face in this this photo looks nothing like him. He looks more like in the movie he looks a lot like Jamie Foxx but uh, yeah. Um
2: he was in a man down. He was in Man Down.
0: Don't don't even know. Yep, he was in Man. This is the Shia LaBeouf movie, <laughs> right? I forgot about that movie. Yeah, he's definitely in Man Down. Okay, uh, we also have uh, Udo Kier, who's always in his movies, and then uh, <laughs> Hector from Fast and the Furious. I should probably give give that guy more credit. Oh,
1: real quick, remind me about Fast and Furious later. What do you, what it's do you a mean? random note. Well, it's because at that party, I saw I saw. Uh, uh, orange julius from fast and furious at that party what it's a very it, orange julius the the character from fucking fast and furious too fast too furious he was one of the latin guys one of the racers in the beginning yeah just random fact i saw him at the party and it was just like an instantly thought <laughs> fast and furious what thought, party
0: you saw a lookalike or you saw him no, i
1: saw him at the at the party that you went to black yeah
0: Okay. Yeah. I thought him meant, meant the house part. I was like, "What? He was there? <laughs> what? No one made a scene."
1: <laughs> I know how much you love Fast and Furious. I just wanted to mention that. You
0: talk about the Dominican guy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> I saw him and his girlfriend is outside watching him smoke a cigarette. I like, I gave him a look too. Like, we out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Uh, the synopsis for Dragged Across Concrete is. Once two overzealous cops get suspended from the force, they must delve into the criminal underworld to get their proper compensation.
1: This sounds super interesting to begin with because I know it's going to (laughs) start off normal and then it's going to get batshit crazy by the end. (laughs) Which, have you seen any of those movies yet? I've seen, uh, the, the brawl in, uh, Selbach 99. You haven't
0: seen Bone Tomahawk, right? I want to see Bone Tomahawk. I think this movie is more similar to Bone Tomahawk. Um, but then again, they're all very similar. Uh, you would agree that Brawl is kind of a slow burn, right? The way it's a
1: slow burn, but
0: it's it's so enjoyable throughout. Rewarding, right? Very rewarding. This movie is no different. It's maybe the slowest one of them all when it comes to the slow burn aspect. Um, for the record, you can watch this now on Amazon Prime for six ninety nine, seven bucks. I bucks. Dude, it's so worth it. A uh, couple things, right? Right off the bat, there's some controversy surrounding this movie that S. Craig Zeller might be an alt-right filmmaker. <laughs> I was reading... Oh, you read that
1: article. I it's you, right? everywhere, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I read that article before... Uh, like, I knew that that, that movie was going
0: to be out. I 100% disagree. Um, I think he's he's one of those people that are kind of leaning towards the free speech movement, and I think he wants to write these characters to to make people write articles like that. And the fact that they're writing the articles means they're they're being duped. And I think it's hilarious.
1: Uh, Actually, the article I did read, the one I sent you was the interview with him and they asked him outright, like, what, what are your thoughts? And he's like, he's like, I'm, I was like, I have no stance. My stance is to be honest to the character. So when I write a character, there's no agenda that being like, it's like this, like if I'm writing a racist character, like, that character is racist. There's no way around. I'm yes. not going to try to like tone it down. Like someone who is overly racist or like whatever it might be, you have to be authentic, or no one's going to believe it. Yeah, and I yeah, I, I agree with them. I, I, I our like,
0: and you you also have to factor in that there is no main character in this movie. Yeah. So like, all his characters are very different. You can't base him off of one character. Now, I guess the the character maybe in question is um mel gibson but there's other racist characters too and there's not so racist characters vince vaughn's character's not racist uh well i mean he's like he's not racist he's racist light like in the sense that like he says things like oh, so he's uh, like bud light he's not racist he's just he's just not fully aware of his ignorance yeah um mel gibson's character knows who he In is. the beginning of the movie, it starts <laughs> with them busting a, a drug uh mover. Um he tries to sneak out the back window. Who's waiting for him on the balcony? Fucking Mel Gibson. Pins him to the ground, It's a Mexican guy. Turns out someone caught it on camera. Uh Mel Gibson's an old fella. He's used to the old days, right? People weren't filming you uh using force when you're a police officer. Now you're being filmed. He gets suspended. Uh, he knows somebody. He, he gets word of of something, and he decides that you know what. I never got compensated. You know, I so what I tr- I gave the guy too much force. I kept drugs out of school. You know, kind of thing. Like nobody fucking credits me for that. I worked hard for this. So he's shit. very angry. He lives in a neighborhood where. Uh, <laughs> I love this filmmaker because he's just so not afraid of these fucking this outrage culture like. I don't believe this guy's racist. And, but his character is like, they're so real, right? He, because he, he has a white He's a white guy, right? His, his, his wife's white. Uh, he's not very well paid on the police force. Uh, his daughter's walking home from school. A group of black kids throws orange soda all over his daughter. <laughs> and he's like, we got to move out of this neighborhood. And it it's just like these undertones of racism and misogyny. In the sense of their highlight, I think it's highlighting racism, misogyny. People see a racist thing and go, Ugh, "Shouldn't exist." Whereas this filmmaker, I think, is making the film he wants to make. with Well, these to
1: deny something like if you're like sitting there's like this shouldn't be. An, it's to it's to not bring it to the forefront or talk right. about it. You just want to brush it under the rug. And those things need to be talked about. You can't just like sit there and right. be like, Cause like and oh it doesn't exist. I'm like no, there's the shit does exist. Yeah, you I know? mean,
0: and also, I mean. There's a very prominent black character in the movie who's just as much of an anti-hero as Vince Vaughn and and uh, Mel Gibson. Uh, Alright, so that's all I'm going to give away about the story. Uh, I think this movie really takes its time. It's almost two and a half hours, I believe. Um. But I think the last hour is going to be so tense for you that you're going to be so nervous and on the edge of your seat that that shit is going to fly by. Um, there's no score in the movie. It's, it's very simple cinematography. He'll essentially put a camera on a tripod and just film what's happening. And that comes with the action, too. The action is very just, here's what's happening. Like just straight wide shot of everything happening. Um no fucking crazy camera shaking angles with cars flipping over and stuff like it's Sometimes just that's appreciated you know no like this subtlety. this is uh this is clearly it wasn't like he he didn't have the style he clearly did this on purpose yeah um yeah it's it's kind of it's comedic at times I think this guy has a sense of humor i think I think there are funny things that you pick out in his movies that I happen to think are hilarious, but some people might be like, why are you laughing at that? I'll give you an example, Steve, since you've seen brawl. Well, you've seen brawl too, right? Harvey. Oh, well, really? Oh, you only saw bone tomahawk. Right. Okay. Uh, an example in brawl, right? They, here's your new cell. The, the floor is broken, it's like glass. broken glass. It's like, so <laughs> it's so ridiculous, right? This movie is very similar. Um, Jennifer Carpenter's in it as well. Um, he kind of throws these characters at you for a specific reason and then takes them away from you. Um, I think this movie is fucking awesome, dude. Uh, it has some weird problems with Mel Gibson's like, like comedic, uh, delivery. Uh, but overall, yeah, I mean, you guys gotta watch this movie. This is like one for the books. I think it's, um, it's very interesting. And, I I don't think people are making films like him, and the fact that he is carving out his own style. Whereas at first I was like kind of comparing him to Tarantino a little bit, like a less violent Tarantino. Uh, but this guy is definitely becoming a Zoller. That's his own style, I think. It, the way he's carving there's, it there's,
1: out. There's all right, like Tarantino. When you when you say that name, like I think over the top, and like for him, I don't think there's there's just I think the only thing I hear is subtlety, like like there's like these really crazy moments but it just happens and it's not like
0: right there's no score you know there's there's no like yeah, it's, it's not just... like
1: it's not this over the top because Tarantino will take these moments that are going to be over the top and you know there's going to be a scene where like you know how a Tarantino film is going to be played out nothing wrong yeah. with that that's his style but you know, he would have a lot of these, like like the beginning of Cell Block 99, when like Vince Vaughn was breaking the fucking car.
0: Right. That's like the and opening just sat, scene. You,
1: yeah, you just sit there and you watch him literally destroy a car with his bare hands, yeah. and that's his. You know, all his
0: movies are are full of absurdities that defy the real world. I think, and it's just so much fucking fun, and it doesn't exist in this fantasy action world. It's just like. It's so rooted in the real world, and yeah, you guys gotta check this one out, dude. Like seriously, Harvey, you need to watch Brawl as well. Steve, you need to watch Bone Tomahawk. But this man is three for three for me. Um, I thought it was nice seeing Mel Gibson's racist ass back on screen. (laughs) That's it's so. I feel like he did that on purpose. He picked him specifically on purpose. why, Why else would you fucking write a racist character? And cast Mel Gibson. I mean it's just the dude is fucking with us and, and he's challenging us and I think the movie is just a ton of fun to just be a part of those challenges. I'll give it a four and a half out of five. It's it's fucking awesome, to be honest with you. Just the tense the tension and the he he's so slow and deliberate about what's gonna happen. Like you just can't predict this shit, dude. Like it's like an hour and a half of climax, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening? What's going to happen next?" And no, that's
1: a, that's actually a perfect way of putting his films. It's it's climax. His whole film, like, same thing with like it builds you up for a climax. Yeah, it's yeah. just the whole time you're getting built up. You're getting built up. And Bone you know, Tomahawk
0: definitely. Um, you don't
1: know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I fucking love it, man. I'm I'm so I'm kind of on board with this man. I'm 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 so interested because I feel like him.
1: I feel like. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pandos, Cosm-
0: Cosmatos.
1: They are like leading the way with uh, very different. But. They're very different, but they're like they're the new generation of of like this particular type of film. You know, right. there's like Hollywood directors. You have great ones coming in and out, like f- people who make a particular kind of film for Hollywood and the mass audience, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, it's nothing wrong. You know, you you have a style, you have uh, your audience. But like yeah. these guys, I feel like are definitely going to stay within their realm of like this, these underground indie film. Like this is like their moment. This is their movement. I feel like we're going to get a lot more cool shit from both of them.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, if he makes a fourth good movie or a great movie, like I don't know many directors that can go four for four. Four for four, man. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'd be be very excited to see his movie. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know. Maybe you gotta be like... Fuck yeah. yeah. You gotta have a little 13-year-old boy left in you, but... I don't think it's
1: that. I think you just have to be open-minded. Dude,
0: there's a scene where someone says the most racist shit, but it doesn't make any sense. There's no science behind it. It has to do with cutting open a dead body, and someone's like, make sure you don't cut this part. It smells terrible, especially black guys. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Why would a black guy's yeah, does organs smell any different? (laughs) That's the thing. It's absurdity. I love it, dude. It's so Uh, dumb. You,
1: you, you got me excited just because I want to see what this film is about. Just like how insane it's gonna get.
0: Yeah, he's making these racist characters to fuck with us. But that's it for me. Um I talked a while about that one, but it's it's a it's an important one to talk about, I think.
1: Harvey, have you seen any of his other films? Yeah, we have just you went seen, over this. No, have you seen Po have you seen Tom? Yeah, I signed it to
0: him. Oh sorry. Him. I don't remember. All right. Let's uh let's move on now. Let's talk Shazam. Damn. Let's uh let's let's take a listen to a clip.
3: Freddy? Freddie, what happened to the stairs? Hey, covering her mouth if you're gonna kidnap her is not gonna make her less scared, okay? Darla, it's me, it's Billy. I know I don't look like me. A wizard made me look Maybe like this. Maybe don't start with the
1: wizard. It's just gonna make her more confused.
0: Some old guy brought me to a temple and he made me say Shazam.
3: Rosa! Verbally triggered body manipulation properties. You can switch by saying Shazam.
0: All right, Shazam. Directed by David F. Sandberg. Written by Henry Gayden, Starring, we got got uh, Zachary Levi. Or is it Levy?
3: Who yeah. pronounces his last
0: name? I don't know. Uh, we also have Michelle Borth. Uh, wait, why are they putting... Uh, Mark Strong. <laughs> we have Mark Strong. Always good to see him. The kids are played by uh, the two main ones. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer and uh, Asher Angel. Um uh, yeah, that's a rapper name. What is that? <laughs> Asher Angel. Uh so the synopsis for this one is I feel like a, that's
1: like a like there's a kid in college who just smokes way too much weed, like some little white kid in college that's like Asher Angel.
0: That's what all the guys call me. That's weird. We all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. You hear that guys? Uh, in Billy Batson's case, by shouting one word Shazam. This streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into an adult superhero, Shazam. What did you guys think about this DC Cinematic Universe the film, Shazam? Steve, you're our token comic book guy. Am I your token
1: comic book guy? Yeah, I
0: mean, guy? you've read more comic books than everyone here. So Can I go first? Actually, I've, re- yeah, I've you actually first. read Shazam. Uh, what, you've read Shazam? Yeah, see, yeah, I've,
1: Shazam. I've, I've, I've never read Shazam, so I think he has wow. more experience.
0: All right, Harvey is taking the wheel here.
1: I mean... None of that's gonna come
2: into play, really. But oh, um, <laughs> you made it sound like he's like he's like. Well, I got some history. I got I want some to drop context. It, context. I don't know. It. 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 I don't know. I think it maybe amplifies my feelings about this movie, or makes me care a bit more, or something. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So this movie is about a kid named Billy Batson. Billy is a orphan, and he is um sort of bouncing around from foster home to foster home. He keeps escaping. Because he's trying to find his mom, he was separated from his mom a really long time ago at a carnival.
1: I'm, I'm um, gonna, can I say this? That's fucking sad. I was he, like, that was a sad opening. Yeah, sure.
2: It was a little sad, and uh, he's been spending all this time, uh, all of his time, trying to get back to his mom. He's been uh, looking at looking for w- women in in different cities with the last name Batson. He doesn't exactly remember her first name because he was very young. I think he was probably 4 or 5 years old or something like that and uh he just knew her his mom and uh so he looks for every Batson that he can find and uh basically goes to their address um it hasn't worked out for him unfortunately and he finally found finds a uh family uh and finds a friend and uh this kid named Freddy he's sort of the um sort of the sidekick and he uh he has he happens to have a disability he I don't think they really explain what exactly what's wrong with him, but he has to walk with a cane and uh, he has a pretty pretty mean limp. Um, anyway, um, we get some of uh, Billy's backstory through that, and then we're uh, also sort of given Mark Strong's backstory at the same time, and uh, that happens in the form of a memory, I believe, or at least a uh, a flashback to probably the the seventies or something. Uh, he's driving with his family and um, he is sort of pulled away into like another dimension by the wizard. The wizard is looking for a champion and um, I wasn't
1: expecting the wizard to be and <laughs> G- Hansen. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, yeah. I mean, uh, from what I understand from the origin story, it's like a, like an aboriginal, like aboriginal man yeah so I wasn't sure what, what what to expect when I saw him I was like oh shit I, was,
2: I mean yeah I suppose that sort of fits the, It fits right he's yeah I suppose he's supposed to look like a um tribal. a man of the you know, like some sort of tribal man of the old earth so dark is probably ideal um he has like an accent it sound he, it, it sounded sound, yeah. yeah it's diamond's accent it, it sounds like an African like West African accent <laughs> um but yeah I suppose that's not important the important thing is that he's looking for a champion. He wants somebody to take over his magic. He is the last of the the, the council of wizards, and uh, basically, all that stands between evil and uh, evil taking over the the world is uh, this this council of wizards, and he's the last one, and he's looking for a successor, basically. And uh, he's sort of scouring through people, and Mark Strong's character does not get selected, unfortunately, and he's sort of bitter about that, and he grows up into like a very vicious. Fuck boy, <laughs> with a lot of money, and uh his whole his whole plan, like his whole mission, his whole life objective is to get back to um to that to that realm and and claim what he once lost. But uh, as you see through the trailer, Billy Batson actually becomes champion, and he turns into a guy, a, a, a very large guy, played by Zachary uh Levy, and um. And all he has to do is say Shazam in order to become him. I think that, um, I think the first act started out a bit rough for me. Um, I think that the, I think that Mark Strong's, oh, fucking, what's his char- uh, character, Thaddeus, Dr. Thaddeus? Thaddeus. Yeah. Uh, Thaddeus's backstory was kind of interesting. Um, I think that choosing the flashback was like an effective way to do that. I think that, the way Billy Baxton's backstory was handled was kinda sloppy. I think that it it didn't make sense from like a practical sense either, just the logical sense that this would be a, a thing that could happen, especially considering re, mod, like modern records and shit like that. I don't believe it happened like that in the comic, but um I think it was also just sort of an ineffective way to to present his character. Um so I didn't really like him or or his backstory in, in the beginning, but I think that once he gets into the home and uh, we're introduced to the other the other character, um the other boy, I believe his name is Freddie. Um, I think Freddie provides like some pretty necessary uh comedic relief. And I think even more so when Billy Batson finally becomes Shazam, I think that's when the movie sort of just completely kicks it around for me and I've really enjoyed everything after that point, like him, like the, once like the meta comedy kicks in, or like the meta superhero comedy kicks in, because it was like a version of Deadpool, but I'm honestly not a huge fan of Deadpool, either, I liked the second one, I like the first one, but I think that Deadpool is like really over the top, with like that meta shit, and it, it sort of bogs down the movie, and it just makes it just unenjoyable for me, but I think this one did a really, a really subtle job, in a and a clever job of like, Infusing that that style of comedy in it and making it entertaining, so yeah. After like all the Shazam stuff went down, that's I've really started enjoying the movie. Um, I think that uh, it does some things differently than uh, than other movies too, especially other like DC movies. It sort of like uh, brings that that Marvel style of comedy over, uh, but it also like remained darker than I've seen.
1: Seen I appreciate other, that.
2: Uh, other like superhero movies, um, it has like a bit of a, uh, a bit of like nasty shit in it too. Like that uh, that woman touches the thing and her body disintegrates. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Spoilers. I mean, not really. That was vague as fuck, I think. But it, anyway, I th- I I enjoyed I enjoyed this movie.
1: Um, I would have. Agree- Agree with uh most of your sentiments. Uh some of it is surprising. Yeah, uh like I said previously, like watching the trailers, I had like hopes, I I've seen them, like I was like, this actually doesn't look bad. It looks like it's it's self aware, but it's not going to be obnoxious to the point where it's like, you know, commenting the whole time on it. I think it does a really great job of uh capturing this idea of youthful, like, you know, you know, what if you had superpowers as a kid? Like I think it just captures it so well and like how Zachary Levi like kind of like portrays the character of Shazam like I think he does a good job playing a fucking what what is he like 15 year old kid yeah. you know and he just has this like energy and exuberance and he's just like you know not knowing what he's doing because you wouldn't know what you would do in that situation and uh, I might not be very well versed in Shazam in the comics but I'm a big uh, fan of uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited watch both series they're amazing if you haven't watched it please go do that now uh, and they they really focus uh, certain episodes focus on that character and I literally saw the comparison instantly I was just like oh wow like that's the same impression I got from that character from the show from this uh, and, and I don't know I throughout, throughout the whole time I just had a really good time I was laughing I was having fun and I think this is the funnest thing DC has done and they really just i think they just really just sat around just like you know what fuck it they're like fuck it like go go for broke we we don't have anything to lose at this point fuck their their attempts at making a cinematic universe has failed with dawn of justice with batman versus superman like just wait like, which one was it justice league and then there's batman dawn of justice mm-hmm. and like all these films like they're they're trying to build up and it just didn't work and suicide squad was like a horrible mess And I think with Aquaman, I think with Wonder Woman, even though those two weren't, like, my favorite, I think they're slowly realizing, it's just like, you know what, you know, let's just let go of the reins. Let's just let it exist. Let's make this fun, you know, fun film. And that's what it was. It was super enjoyable. And I like the fact that they take, I think they do something that Marvel doesn't do. And it's, like, really subtle. They make note of this bigger unit. They they make note that other superheroes exist, but it's not predicated and it's not relying on other films to make it a thing, you know? Like yeah, the shit happened in Justice League, but they're not you know, they're not referencing it, you know? It's just like it's not like, oh, there's not a bigger overarching story happening. It's just its own little central centralized thing that's happening within this world, within this city. I don't know. It just I don't know. I just think it works. You know, they hint at it, they mention it, but it's not like over looming. It's not the whole point of the film to to start. Oh well, in three films you will get a a team up movie. Like yeah. it, it's its own thing, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I like a film that just that exists, <laughs> and it's not you know you don't have to watch three other movies to get it. Hmm. Yeah.
2: I do agree with that. No, I think um,
1: I think Marvel is just becoming so beholden to that. Yeah. And I think that's why I was so bummed out with Miss Marvel. It's just like, yeah, it, it's a whole time you're just like, it's just like sitting like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, we get it. We fucking get yeah, it. It's kind of like a connective <laughs> tissue to tie together. <laughs> those
3: I'm just a girl. Movie, Avengers movies. <laughs> Poor little old me. Fuck, that was brutal. That was a bad
0: movie. Um Amazing. All right, cool. Uh, Shazam! Uh, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys thought I was gonna talk shit, huh? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with both of you. Um, I think this movie was perfectly fine and 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 fun. Um, there was one funny line that I was like, I'm gonna bring that up on the podcast because that was actually very funny, and I'm the only one that laughed. But now I can't even remember it. Do you guys remember? It? Just Wait, what? What? Damn. Don't even fucking have a clue. I just know what context
1: funny. was it? Just like who said it?
0: I don't remember. It totally slipped my mind. This is gonna bug me now. You guys remember a part where I was like, "Damn, that was funny." No, was it the?
1: Uh, are you talking about the? Uh, <sighs> Shit. Uh, this, is gonna, this is the whole podcast. I'm gonna have to we're all rewatch just it just to fucking. Yeah, find you want, he actually pays to go see it again. To like
0: That's frustrating because it was the only line that I was like impressed with uh, the writing. Yeah. The rest were like just you know regular com- easy. Comedy, easy to, easy yeah. jokes. Yeah, but. Nonetheless, there were... All right, so here's some things about the trailer, right? The trailer didn't look that good to me, um, mainly because of the handicapped kid. I just don't like handicapped kids. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Totally kidding. Uh, His character seemed very unbelievable and annoying in the trailer. This is why trailers are really bad, because I don't know who thought those were the best lines to put in the trailer, but they weren't. Um, I actually liked his character quite a bit. and I thought he brought a lot to the movie. I thought he was witty and, and enjoyable. Um...
1: How do you feel about it how do you feel about the ending or like the third act with his character and what happens? Because I think it's just like perfect for that cast. Like what happens. I don't know, man. Like the very final scene? Like you know, like almost the final scene, what happens? I don't want to spoil it, but there's just like this moment where I'm just like Yeah, I can definitely see that. I'm talking about the cafeteria? No, I'm talking about the uh the brawl in uh the brawl in uh the, uh, the carnival. The carnival. I just like I don't know. we could talk about it afterwards, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of perfect.
0: Yeah, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Um I I liked it. Yeah, I thought he was he was good. I I would say that that carnival scene was my least favorite, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, I was having the least amount of fun during that that you know pretty much climax. I would say uh, I
1: had to go pee and guess what? I didn't get up. I actually watched the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um but like the first two acts and are are actually very entertaining. Um, and I think I really enjoy, uh, the characters and it does feel like that, you know, Spider original Spider-Man origin story type movie where you're being revealed the powers and and I, I really like that. Just kicking it back to the, the basics, I think. Yeah. And... You know, with the, with this whole Captain Marvel shit. I'm like, what does she even do? <laughs> what does she do? She shoots things out of her... <laughs> she has... So she has... A, She's a uh, fucking some, uh... alien. What is she? I don't... Like, it's just I'm not interested. I'm not interested.
2: It's like energy projection.
0: I'm going to be honest. Powers. This is this is my
1: honest opinion about this movie. And this is the last time I'm going to talk about Captain Marvel. Um, uh, I think they should have not done Captain Marvel. I think they should do Miss Marvel, which is the reboot with Kamala Khan. I've read both volumes. Uh, I've been... Are it, they different heroes. Yeah, and it, she is amazing. She is so much more interesting. It's like she's the equivalent of like how what what they're doing with Peter Parker. Is she a part of the Avengers? No, she's not. She's just like Peter Parker. She she lives but in Jersey.
0: But maybe that's why they wanted someone to part of the. Fuck, Avengers. Who cares? God. They, the Avengers is what it's sells will them.
1: be What Captain Marvel? Miss Marvel. I would love. I would love in to in see that verse. Yeah, I would love to see Miss Marvel. I would rather see that because I thought that was a super interesting story and, like, yeah. where she comes from.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's weird that such a dumb superhero movie like Shazam that really doesn't hold much significance in a in a franchise can be that much more entertaining than this prolific, monumental superhero, Captain Marvel, who's supposed to tie a legacy together, like, I just think it's funny how DC has overcome Marvel in that sense. When you said they just, they said, "What have we got to lose?" And they they went and they for broke. Went, yeah, they went for broken. I think it works. Um, the movie's not perfect. Like I said, I I think the third it's act. It's worked is, once. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what <laughs> yeah. It's worked once. Let's not give. They're not gonna fuck they're, it. I mean, they got James
2: Gunn. They've been yeah. They got. I feel they, like they're like, making some
1: shit though. Listen, we'll like see. I trust James Gunn. I feel like he is. He has not led us astray yet. So if he's able to do something with su- if you give him tra- if you give him like you know if you give him charge with Suicide Squad I feel like he could do something really bad shit crazy just because if you know anything about his history. No, I mean I we need like, to all. I feel like and if DC is really going down this route of a, like fuck it, I think we can get some crazy shit.
0: What did you guys think of Mark Strong as a villain?
1: He was great. He was fucking hammy thought, as shit? I thought he was fine. Yeah, I think yeah,
0: he's I like like, yeah. I he's like Mark Strong. I like seeing him. He's a great he's actor.
1: Okay. He's a great actor, and I think he just played it up, and it was really handy. I mean, he's no Mark
0: Strong in Kingsman, but let's, you know.
1: I don't think, I mean, do we have to bring up that movie?
0: Yeah, because I think it's the greatest comic book adapted movie ever made. Um, But uh, that's besides the point. You can't catch lightning in a bottle more than once. Um, (laughs) Fucking hell. So, yeah, I think Shazam is fun. It's kind of a kid's movie, too. So sometimes I, I let a lot of the bad jokes slide. Because of that, it doesn't really feel like an adult movie trying to sell you kid jokes. It kind of feels like a kid's movie, like like if yeah. you're a twelve year old boy, like you kind of vibe out. With this yeah, movie. it gives you
1: it gives you a little bit like that Disney yeah. vibe. Like, yeah, it, like it, Pixar it hits, has dumb jokes, you,
0: but it. you let them go because there's fucking children watching, right? Yeah. But there are times in this movie. Where I'm like, maybe children should be watching this. <laughs> this is violence. There some violent. Uh, that baby started crying when I in my theater when uh, when some shit went down in that meeting room. This oh really? The guy at the window. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just that's hilarious. This baby you just can't be watching that shit. Um, they took some chances in that regard, and I really wish I could remember this joke. And it's it's a goddamn shame, but I, I really enjoyed a particular joke in this movie. Um, sucks. Sucks. It's I gonna can't bother remember. me now. Yeah, you probably remember. Yeah, they like pulled the screenplay or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's just like it's like the first time in a very long time that uh, DC It's film more enjoyable has, than Aquaman.
0: It's. I think it's the
1: most I enjoyable. Definitely think so. I think it's the most. Yeah. In, I've seen all the DC films. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying I've watched them all, and I think it's the best one. Easily, this is the best one. I've, I think it just has really I've great character while, development. I think. It has great supporting cast overall in terms of just like
0: Better in the Dark Knight.
1: Better, oh, well, I'm, ter- I'm talking about I'm just
0: kidding, reboots. Just Dark-, Dark Knight's a reboot, isn't it?
1: Well, I'm talking about these like
0: this DC this universe, universe
1: whatever the fuck they want to call it. Dark
0: Knight somehow surpassed Marvel movies too.
1: But. I mean, Dark Knight is a masterpiece. I don't want to talk about that. I
2: think that. Um Batman versus Superman should have been uh Shazam versus Superman. That would be
1: You know who directed something. this, right? No. The guy who did Lights Out, the director of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. That's so interesting. Like he did the short film and then he did the 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 big bo- uh, Hollywood like fucking, you know, production. Yeah. So it's interesting. This guy has horror roots and he was just like, "Yeah, fuck it. Let's do uh let's do a superhero movie. A kids movie, basically."
3: Yeah.
0: Uh you guys want to rate it?
1: Yeah, I guess. Unless so. you
0: guys have other lasting thoughts.
1: No, I mean overall, like I said before, I think it's the best thing DC has done in a while. Uh I kinda wish they take this formula, like this idea of just like letting you know, here here's the world we've already built up. Uh do whatever you want with these characters. Just stay within these parameters. And you know, you don't ha- not everything has to be a joke and not everything has to be a fucking kid's comedy, but I think you know, just be honest with these characters. That's the most important thing. If you notice anything about Batman vs Superman or any of the characters they've shown so far, is that they're not honest w- to their actual original like intent. Like, you know, have the shit that happened in Batman vs Superman just doesn't make sense to me. You know, I think Shazam. From I missed my, that one. I mean, I think you miss all of them, right?
0: No, I've seen. You seen Justice no? League? Oh, yeah, Aquaman, Superman, uh, Man Don- of Steel. Man of Steel. I've seen everything but Wonder Woman. TV. Yeah, I hated it. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh <laughs> uh, no,
1: this is the best thing they've done. I would say this is like a. Th- I would rewatch. This, this is a, a a heavy three. I'll go back to this and wa- watch it one day. Yeah, I had a good time.
0: Yeah, it's 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 definitely passable. I'm sitting at a heavy three, possibly even a, a very light three and a half. I mean, it's yeah, seeing a rewatch. Probably won't watch it again. I'm gonna be honest with you, but there's other movies. I to would watch. Ri- if it came on Netflix, and I'd be like, yeah, check that out. It's a fun little movie. It's the best thing they've done. Yeah. What about you, Harvey? Um,
1: I'm. I think I'm resting
2: somewhere between a three and a half and a four. Um, Damn. I think burn uh, me with
0: that score.
1: I think the the first. Oh, act just was wait. I think I remember the joke. What is Do it? Or oh, I think I know because the joke that I'm laughing at was the joke because I was just like. Just like, I don't think anyone understands my sense of humor, but this is the funniest shit ever. Don't is when it. he's just like, I can't hear you. You're like a mile away, oh, and he's like giving that. this like, "Oh no, that's that. funny too." Dude, that spe- that was, was like, funny too. It was like playing. It was joking around the fact of when
0: no, it was like a that bombastic fast speech. like one-liner. Oh, uh, was but it? that was, uh, yeah, that's Dude. another joke that was like really well done.
1: Yeah, yeah. because oh, super villains always do that speech, and he's just like, he's like, I really don't know what you're saying, and you just you hear like Mark Strong. I mean, like, the, whole like, <laughs> the whole theater,
0: the whole theater laughed at that. For me, so they got it. Um, that is funny though, but nobody laughed at the joke. I'm thinking about. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna bug me. Oh, sorry, Harvey.
1: I had to get it out there before I forget.
2: I think I'm at a meta three and a half. Um, cool. Yeah, I think the first half uh, I did not care for at all. Once, uh, once he becomes Shazam, I think that the humor really picks up and the fun really picks up. the the The, the relationship between uh, Freddie. And I suppose Shazam because it's not the the Kid Billy, really. So I think um, well, Zachary, the same person, yeah. But I mean, Zachary oh. uh, Levy uh, in particular was, I think, what turned it around for me. Um, and that's uh, that dynamic between them. But yeah, overall, it was miles ahead of the other shit they've done. Um, I've seen like some articles comparing, like, DC like, uh, two for two now? I'm like bitch, like fucking one for one, oh, bitch. Yeah, like, Aquaman was fucking terrible. I don't understand how people can uh kind of lump this with uh Aquaman. I think they're two completely different movies. Ocean Master. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, Ocean Master when he said that funny, Ocean buddy. Master line, like I was thinking, like, just like is he serious? <laughs> I will become the Ocean Master.
0: <laughs> Brutal. Fuck, man. We need to rewatch that. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh yeah, so I mean I guess the the very high Rotten Tomatoes score in this movie is probably warranted. Um it's not a representation of how good the movie is, it's just shows that the movie is good. Yeah, it's like yeah. more positive than negative. Yeah. But like it's not I wouldn't grade it at 95%. That's why Rotten Tomatoes is a terrible way <coughs> to Did you rate it? Yeah, I gave it like a three, heavy three, possibly leaning towards a light three and a half. So, we got to pick a movie for uh, next week. I think um, there's something that comes out next week that's big, right? I think Hellboy is the big one. Hellboy. But I'm not very excited about a Hellboy movie. I'm not incredibly excited
2: either. Um, If I'm honest, I've, I've never been a huge Hellboy fan.
1: Uh, I am Na, nah. I just started reading the I just started reading Seeds of Destruction which is like the first arc of Hellboy uh, so I kind of want to w- watch this film but from what I understand what everyone says is like these movies are not a clear representation even the Guillermo del Toro ones are not a clear representation of the I character I wouldn't imagine so uh, so like from what I've been reading so far it's like super super melancholy like it's like it's very dark and very dreary it's you know, there's, like, a lot of dark humor, but how the way they artistically, like, the production, how they represent the character and represent what's happening, I feel like it's
0: going to be different tonally from the book. But I wouldn't mind watching it. I'm not excited about it, but, I mean, there's not many big movies coming out unless we uh, went for, like, High Life or something. Um, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll
1: go to the spiritual journey. I don't know. I don't like that attitude.
0: <laughs> what
1: you don't uh, like that that uh, f- that uh, double
2: make like the ambigu- ambiguity? I, I need to know.
0: Yeah, Harry, all right, let's go Harry watch Hellboy. Ah, uh, so uh, Hellboy. What's what's it called? I think it's called Hellboy. There's no subtitle. So um,
2: I've seen so that what? people have been <laughs> reselling um Avengers in-game tickets.
1: Yeah, how's that happen? for
2: like a lot of money?
1: You think we should like reserve our seats and sell them and make? I think money.
2: it's too late. If we want to review it, like, that opening weekend, I think it's too late for us.
0: That is so ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we may be able to get it. Guess what? They all come back.
0: (laughs) Wait, can you guys use your AMCA list for that? Yeah, we can. Yeah, but... Have you checked? checked?
2: I I, I checked one show, like, on I'm going to have to go, like, on a Sunday morning. It was gone.
0: Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd honestly rather go see High Life, but... um, because I think it might be going a little wider on uh, April twelfth, but that's uh, up to you guys. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, Steve's kind of leaning towards Hellboy, which is fascinating. Um, but what do you think, Steve? What, Let's do Hellboy. What about you, Harvey?
1: Um, which one is High life? With Rob, Rob Pattinson, Pattinson science uh, fiction, his daughter, they're in space. Oh, Claire, Claire Denise. Don't get me wrong, I it's, want to see that it's too. It's a 24 movie, right? Yeah. That trailer was interesting.
2: It looked like it could be real bad, though. <laughs> but <laughs> it I love it that it's just look
3: like it
1: looks interesting, but it could be
2: terrible. I don't know.
0: We can shelf it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just no. shelf it.
2: I'll uh, I watch both trailers and again. Okay. Then I'll, then I'll make a boat.
0: All right, um, so our topic this evening is going to be superpowers, right? Is that what you guys were thinking? Yeah. Now, now, how far into this do you want to go? Are we making movies? Are we making characters? Are we are we just saying what superpower we want? I would say I would say I like it's we like we choose. It. Yeah, we could do all of it if we want. Mm, yeah, I mean I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a f- screenwriter, so
2: I'm I, not honestly, asking you to write a screen, like a screenplay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not writing a screenplay. All right, this I'm is not, what, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start you off. This is what I was gonna do because this is right. my concept. Because I always, I always love this power. It would f- be teleportation, right? And I'm thinking like Jumper was a movie, and I would just Jumper redo Jumper, but I would do it better.
0: <laughs> that's your idea.
1: Yeah, that's basically my idea. Because the whole time I'm thinking like I would love to have that ability, but I feel like I would do it in a more interesting way i think i would do it in the way shazam did it because i feel like that makes more sense for me it's like just playing up how because i wouldn't be a superhero at all like it's like would you be a superhero if you have powers like think um, of, think about it
0: no probably not like um, not even
1: a villain you just you're just like you're still you but like let's say like i want to I, I need some extra cash like I, yeah, might I, tell, imagine, I might just I might teleport into bank. I'd probably like matter. do
0: it if, if the city gave me a salary or something. But you I won't do it like, like free of charge. Free? Yeah. No,
1: not me either. Why wouldn't you? Like
2: if, but all right, listen. If you knew you could help and like you, and people can't hurt you, like
1: why not just do it? But it depends on your power. Like because, I'm just, my, my power is just tele- Harvey, what, what? Yeah, if my power <laughs> is just teleportation, <laughs> like I would just make my life more convenient. Right. Oh, that yeah.
0: Like teleportation. i
1: never have to pay for an MTA pass. So that's my movie. It's just like. I'm still living my Wait. life, but my life is improved. You have teleportation and you're still. But doing isn't that jumper? That's though? what I'm saying. I isn't that
0: jumper? He wasn't trying to be a hero, right? He was just trying to live his life. Well, if That's what I'm saying. He
2: wasn't. He was also stealing a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, he was stealing a lot, but I will steal, but a little bit, but not too much. I'll just make my life better.
0: You, where are you stealing from? Like Walmart? <laughs> I'm stealing, stealing from a bank.
1: He was right. stealing from banks. But yeah, I know, but I won't take as much. I'll just take what I can. I would. I
2: think a Nightcrawler movie would be better than a Jumper remake. I think a Nightcrawler solo, solo movie would be great. I what think it would be good. Nightcrawler is like one of my favorite. Do so you do You know what Night- Seriously, you from know X
3: Men. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I know Kurt. Who
2: he is. Kurt Wagner. He's Kurt like Wagner. I think he's like the best X Men.
0: No, he's great. I like I like Nightcrawler as well. All right. Well, Steve's gonna have his take on Jumper, but I personally have a different route.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be a hero. Just imagine like an indie comedy. Think of like. Think of like a mumblecore film, you know, I'm living my life, nothing too crazy is happening. It's just I end up getting these extraordinary powers and I'm like, and I'm like making my life more convenient or better in certain circumstances. But everyone, people who do find out about my powers, they were just like, why can't you, can't you just be a hero and make things better? And I'm like, no, because I might die. So... It's gonna be like a very much a mumblecore. I, I really want the plus brothers, or like maybe like you know, to like direct it. That's how the way I see that film going. Actually,
0: I'm gonna write the script right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna write it, and I'm pulling up the Google doc. All right, so so here's my my film. I'm I'm gonna simplify superpowers even more than you are, and I'm going to base superhuman abilities into the real world. Something that like. It could be possible because it doesn't defy any supernatural laws um like flying or harnessing energy blasts or whatever superheroes do nowadays <laughs> um so this is this is going to be something i've always randomly thought about is that my skill right is <laughs> it's not going anywhere weird don't dude
1: we? i know it's not that's why i'm laughing <laughs> but
0: well i mean yeah my skill would be to uh be good at anything and it's like this weird superpower that you find out that you have like no control of your body when you're performing cognitive tasks and your body just takes autopilot and like speaking of autopilot i could get into a plane and fly it without even taking one class one like i could hack computers i can hack into like the something. so if you think it hacker. you can do it right if it's But if it's in the means of, like, skills that exist. Like, I can't do things that are impossible to the powers of nature, right? Because um, flying a plane is possible. I just don't have to... I skip the training, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, people started to get suspicious about my uh, abilities to do so many things, right? And, and people are like, all right, something's not right. This dude... Won the Olympics. He won the Olympics with with no history of I don't know just shit like this of ever running. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. This man's two hundred and
1: fifty pounds. Well, obviously, it
0: wouldn't be me. It'd be a character uh, I wish was me, who's handsome and has a nice. Body. I, know, I was
1: just I was just making making shit up. I didn't know. We were
0: talking well, I would have about. mastered working out, so I'd be ripped. And that's um, true. <laughs> you see what I mean? But there's a caveat, right? I find out some hard details. Your
1: name is Mister Wonderful, Mister Fantastic, Mister. Mr.
0: Everyman? Maybe. I find out Renaissance that either. Renaissance man. One, one of the Renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> I am Renaissance man. So essentially I find out this caveat that uh I never die. That's the caveat, really. So, so this to, guy is like perfect. I have to I have to come to but I have to come to terms with um I don't think I think you'll be fine.
1: I think you're going to really deal with it okay. Like it's not going to be traumatic.
0: <laughs> you know what though? I think I would too. People always say I would hate to live forever. Pfft, sign me up for that what? shit. I'll be the first one signed I'm up. I'm down as fuck. People come and go. All your friends are gonna die. I'll get new ones. Like <laughs> meanwhile, your girlfriend's listening <laughs> to this episode. Get a new <laughs> girlfriend too. Fuck it. What do you want
1: me to do? I gotta move on. This is a baby, I can't. It's to been you. 120 years. What do you want from me?
2: If you're good, if you're really good everyth- at everything, and you live forever, I would just, I would like build a spaceship.
1: And then yeah. leave. <laughs> I leave. I would leave. I'll travel the cosmos, and you can't die anyway. So it's like,
0: oh, well, well, I don't know where to go. Are you saying? See,
1: so you're basically like Doctor Manhattan. because well, you he's can figure basically it out like this, I'm like good at everything. Energy.
0: Like I'm good at everything, but I'm not like better than the best people. Well, yeah, you can chart a fucking star. So system, you're like Mr. Though, right? Average,
3: right? Well, <laughs> no, <A> physicist <laughs> can do it. You
0: can do it. You got, you got superpowers. You're really complicating my story. I right? mean, I'm sure. I'm, He's poking holes yeah, right now. I mean, the audience <laughs> is gonna have these. <laughs> uh, these I've, I've seen too. bigger potholes in films, um, but yeah, so I have to come to terms with uh, growing, increasingly old, but not dying. I don't know. This doesn't seem like a caveat. It does seem like a caveat in the sense that, like, I could I could write my character as like feeling that eternity is torture to him. I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't Seems know. Pretty fucking dope. The government's after him, though, you know, because they found out that he uh, he could do anything, and he. Uh, so it's jumper. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like <because> jumper. <laughs> yeah, so I'm taking that element of jumper and and adding it to a new superpower. I just reserved my tickets for Endgame. Really? Yeah, just did it right now. Oh my god, I gotta fucking watch this movie. I better get a list just so I can do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I'm actually reserving multiple days just in case I miss my first viewing.
0: Can you cancel those?
1: Yeah, I can.
3: Wow. Wow.
0: Fall on the system there for them. All right, cool. Uh, Harvey, let's hear your your super Harvey powers. Um,
2: I've given given a little thought to it. Um, I think that I would be like a, I think a like a black exploitation. S- Superhero movie
0: <laughs> you'd, be would Black be the, Do- you'd be Black
2: Dynamite um, I'd be like Something adjacent But I'd actually have Superhero powers Like Luke um, Cage But they would be like um, They would be like Powers to Fix people's Like situations and shit Like people get like Their water cut off Or like their electricity Cut off And then Brother The man savior of Flint Michigan. Brother, Brother, Brother man, man shows, shows up To save the day Um, Yeah <laughs> I think that the I superhero
0: like, name is Brother Man. <laughs> it could,
2: it could be Brother Man. It could be. Um, I love that.
1: No, it's so fucking perfect. <laughs> like some the adventures of Brother Man. Some
2: single mom is having trouble That's paying what I'm saying. for her fucking daycare. I would like show up. And so you're like, you're like situation. every
0: rapper who like, will like J Cole have a house. He'll buy a house out The thing is You won't won't outright pay I would
2: hear Injustices happening Basically And then I would Come and solve them And fix them I
1: I would say Like you don't You don't pay For her daycare You talk to the person Who runs the daycare And you find a very Peaceful solution To the situation
0: So I've already figured out The conflict right for they, your story? No. For, for his. The elites can't be having this wealth disparity being disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. The, at at, the, the at some man, point
2: I would battle like battle with like executives and politicians and shit for sure. And, like, that's corporations. Like,
1: that's, but that's a bigger yeah. universe in our universe. So let's say like all our characters this actually be- kinda of sounds like Pootie <laughs> 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 <I mean,
3: laughs> It's basically
1: we're just pulling shit from other movies. It's like it's like see, all right, this is how this is how our but do the right film cinematic universe starts out we got brother man we got renaissance which, man and we got <laughs> what's my character name I think I don't have I think I'm like the equivalent of iron man jumping like, jack I don't know I, like I don't have identity I'm just like me and I just do the same shit and I really don't care if people know that I have powers uh, and uh, this is how our universe starts we all have our separate movies and uh, we have I think we have like a, co- like we have a bigger corporation that we have to fight
3: mm-hmm. no this is
1: great Watch out, guys. 2025. Do the right film cinema universe.
0: <laughs> it's happening. All right, cool. Well, there you have it. We've saved the day once again at Do the Right Film. See what I did there? Nope, not really. Okay, cool. Kind of did. Uh, all right, cool. Let's play the game. Uh, oh, that thing. Steve, you are a uh, Dice Master, so we're going to need you to retrieve. I don't believe that you play these games that often to where every time you have to go get the dice? Uh... Yeah, with I do With who? Who do you play these games with? What the fuck do you mean? I play them online. People come over and play? No, I play it online. Play and you need the dice online to play?
3: Dude, you can't play D&D with
0: like... Can't you, play, can't you use like a shared screen virtual dice? That's fucking disgusting. Don't ever play D&D Wouldn't like that, that be like the easiest way to not cheat?
3: I could just Actually, roll on no, my desk uh, and
0: be like, "Hey, I rolled a ten, guys." No, uh, it's I don't know. It's it's just it's like the, the way I system? write.
1: I write my notes in a my D and D notes in a, like a leather bound book. It's like you have to. There's like rituals. I'm you can got not.
0: way too much about you. I didn't want to know. Fuck. Yeah, man. <sighs> All right, Stranger it's a live Things. Speaking, speaking of that, room. have you seen the um, trailer for the what's that movie? It's Stranger like Things. No, it's like the super bad uh, writer. Little Kids? Something no, about kids? it's called... Uh, Good Boys? Good Boys, I think. I'm pretty sure it's called Good Boys. Wait, which one are you talking about? It's like the comedy, like super bad comedy, but with like uh, three really young kids.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about the one with the, the two high school girls.
3: No.
0: Yeah, it's called Good that's Boys. That's
2: also like super bad.
0: Yeah. All let right, right, let's, uh, let's roll the dice here. So let's let's gamble. Do you explain the game? Yeah, it's called Get Wrecked. Uh, Harvey's gonna roll. Whoever rolls the highest number gets a, gets to assign a movie to the person who rolls the lowest number. Um, here goes Harvey's roll. What do you got for us? Off the backboard. An eight off the back. <laughs> Dude, I <three. laughs> did it like that. I was like hostile, is, is very <laughs> hostile. All right, let me give it a roll here.
2: Three. A three is not, not too looking great. good for me. Maybe I'm going to win uh, two weeks in a row. And I do. Oh, shit. It's a roll-off.
0: Oh, shit. Steve got a three as well.
2: He he rolled another three. Dude, Holy that's shit. That's unlikely. Oh, Steve, he again. lost again. You poor fuck. God damn. Drink
0: it. Drink that. Alright, so Steve's losing again. Uh, I feel bad for him. Maybe You watch half the movie, I'll watch the other half and we, we combine it. I feel bad. Just kidding. Oh, we're, we're not doing that. All right. Harvey's going to give him a movie. Uh, Steve, I got a movie for you. Tell me. <laughs> tell me something. Tell, tell me, me what it is.
2: It's uh, You're Next. It's a horror movie. I heard about this movie. It's a, People tell me to watch it. I um Yeah, I remember watching this one randomly because I was just going through the new shit. And uh, it's a, it was a pleasant surprise. I I really like this movie. It's got, um I think... One of the directors is like friends with like uh, Joe Solomonberg and all those.
1: Yeah, I know he was in dudes. this.
2: Yeah, Joe Solomonberg is in this. Ty West is also in it. Really? Yeah. The fuck. Um, and several other people that
1: like also oh, he collaborate with them. Oh, your next uh, the same director did the guest, right? Maybe I'm not sure. I love the guest. The guest was great, man. I think so, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But if yeah. it's anything like that or has any vibe like that, then I'll f- I'm gonna fuck with
2: it. Yeah. It reminds me, it's like sort of like a uh, throwback to like call back to like a uh, 80s slasher films and That's that's what uh,
1: the guess was it was like a throwback to film. like a hitchcockian like yeah. thriller. Yeah, this one is like kind of like fr-
2: uh Friday or or like a uh, scream mask I guess. But but it's also very clever. More modern. Less less uh silly. Um but it is fun.
0: I think you'll enjoy it. But it's a horror movie, right? Yep. Yeah, better better him than me, right? Fuck. Don't know where I
1: got a list for you, man. <laughs> just kidding. Just just kidding. You'll, get, you'll get there.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get you. At Whoa, it. no, 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 no. There's plenty of great classic drama. You'll get, you, you'll get your
1: education. Yeah, you need to start appreciating horror a little bit more. You need to show your respect.
0: Why don't you show some goddamn respect and see uh, Best Picture nominees like a Star Is Born.
1: I already saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't need to see anything else. Well, first of all, <laughs>
0: I, I should have prefaced that with Worthy. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to see anything I don't know I think y'all are
2: y'all are seeing Climax so that's uh, that's good enough that's what matters
0: ooh yeah I forgot we're yeah, seeing Climax yeah let's hurry up let's wrap very this up. Exactly. yeah we're gonna wrap this up because we're gonna head out the door to go see Climax uh, can we talk about Pat going to oh, see the Gasper No <laughs> film <laughs>
3: that's
0: yeah.
2: gonna be kids gonna this that's a weird weirdest that, experience It's very interesting I'm just, I'm just, I just wanna stare at y'all's faces yeah, especially, you're one of those people. Especially I the too. fucking intro. <laughs> nah. the That fucking dance
0: sequence. I can't wait. I, I love staring at people's faces when they watch a movie that I love for the first time. I love that shit. All
1: right, guys. I'm ready to go see this movie.
0: Let's uh, wrap this up. Let's wrap it up, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week with a, with a review of something. I don't even know. Stay tuned. Uh Check us out on iTunes. we got Spotify as well. Spotify is a very nice-looking interface, and if you like to have all your music and podcasts in one place, we're there, so check us out. Uh, connect to the show. We have a website. com, uh where you can email us with your regards to Sean. You can email Sean at com. Yeah, ask directly. him if he's
2: okay. Ask him what's going on.
0: Yeah, ask him uh, what movies he's seen lately, because, you know, we don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we... <laughs> Calling them out we also are on instagram do the right film underscore podcast we got twitter and facebook do the right film um but yeah the best place to reach us is our website and you can see all of our episodes in one place on there as well and i think that about covers it i did do something a little bit different for the a couple episodes ago maybe i'll keep doing it uh but what I did was on Facebook and YouTube I, I cut out our main reviews into like little twenty minute snippets um, and made them into a video form where you can just hear our thoughts on the main review rather than listening to the entire uh, you know That's interesting. pre pre you know, movie reviews and the topic. It it's just like a quick thing, like, Oh, what snippet. did they think about this big movie that just came out? Like you can go check that out. Um, but I do encourage you to listen to the podcast because, you know, Drag the Cross Concrete is a gem that I think everybody should see, uh, and that will not be talked about in a group. The so. Pet Cemetery is a mistake. Pet the
3: Pet Cemetery is a mistake. So if it. you
0: need to, like, Pet Cemetery is a big release, but we didn't, you know, in the main review, we we weren't able to tell you, uh, don't go see it. So, yeah. That's going to be it for us. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it. And, um, Let's uh let's let's end this motherfucker and go see climax. Uh fuck what do, what do we need again?
3: We need a catchphrase.